Hello and welcome to the Entrepreneur Risk Givers Podcast. The podcast where we interview entrepreneurs who are willing not only to take risks for themselves and their businesses, but who are also willing to risk helping others. Now sit back and listen to entrepreneurs just like you who are giving back to their communities in big ways. Here's your host, Mike Wiest. Hey, this is Mike Wiest, and welcome to Retreat Week. Today on our show, we are very honored to have Lori Schoenfield with us. How are you doing, Lori? I'm great, Mike. Thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to have you on the show. We've been talking for a couple months now, I think, and so you're finally here. I'm so excited. And just to let the audience know why I'm excited, Lori is one of our new regular guest co-hosts for the Retreat Week episode specifically. How do you feel about that, Lori? I am so excited to be here and be a regular and chat with you. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I am too. And uh, I really, um, I'm so glad to have people like you on here that are willing to give just different information, different perspectives, things that I really just couldn't give to the audience. And so you're just adding so much. And so before we jump into this, because I know, Laurie, we talked for a second, I know you have uh, some tips, some things you want to give kind of gift to our audience today. And so I think they're really going to be blessed by this. Before you just kind of start with giving the, the tips, why don't we find out a little bit about who you are, like why are you on the show, uh, tell us anything at all. I'm, I'm just going to leave this open-ended. Anything about your history that's led you to this point or uh, what you're doing, anything at all, and we'll kind of go from there. Perfect. Thank you so much, Mike. I am Laurie Schoenfeld, as you said before. I am a mother of three radiant little beings, also a child abuse survivor, which is a huge part of my journey and why I'm so passionate with what I'm doing right now within my life. Um, I'm an owner of a business called Inner Enlightenment. And what that is, is it's for kids, teens, and adults who are going through any form of trauma. So PTSD, triggers, anything of that nature, anxiety, depression. And we're going and helping these kids, teens, and adults and guiding them through different forms and techniques of creativity and self-expression. That's a big piece of my own journey going through abuse as a child. I had a lot of trauma, a lot of anxiety, PTSD. And what I realized within my journey was that I was trying so hard to be what I thought I needed to be for every single person that really needed my love and attention, rather than just asking myself those questions of who are you? How do you feel? Who do you want to be? And a lot of times we ignore those very things that are really the core piece of who we are to appease who we think we need to be. Mm. And that adds a lot of anxiety and a lot more depression that we feel within our own lives. But then we end up using that anxiety, depression, anger, frustration within our marriages, within our families, within our homes and our work, because we're not really grounding inward to ask ourselves, what do we need? not who should we be, but who do we want to be and what does that look like? And so we use a lot of those tools within Inner Enlightenment to really ask those questions and get creative and play and express so that we can figure out who it is that we really want to be. Okay. And so your history and as you've sort of worked hard through a lot of these things yourselves, I guess you're, you've sort of developed this passion then just uh, 
help others who have gone through similar things? I mean, it kind of sounds like you're reaching out to people who have gone through uh, similar things as you have. Is that, am I hearing that right? Or Yes. Yes. So a few years ago, um, I was at the point I was so depressed that I was in the headspace of, I have no reason of being here. There's no value within me. Um, I would be better off being gone. And at that point I had a husband that adored me. I had three little kids. I had a lot going for me, but I couldn't see it because I was so, so stuck in that depression and anxiety that I really wasn't enough. And so that was a big, huge piece for me of learning. If I want to be anything, I need to show up for myself rather than showing up for everyone else. I need to show up for myself first. And once I started seeing that impact that it created within my own life, then I started really seeing a lot of people that were going through that anxiety and depression. And I wanted to share that with them as well. You can show up for yourself and you can change your cycle. You can change your life. You can create a different version. It's going to be hard, but it's possible. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the reasons why, I mean, there are a lot of reasons, but one of the reasons why I'm so glad to have you on as a regular guest co-host here is because for these retreat weeks specifically is because um, that's exactly what we're trying to do on retreat week. And you're saying it a little different way than I'm saying it, but we're saying the same thing. I think you're saying we have to show up for ourselves and I've been sort of saying it in maybe a little bit different way, but just basically once a month we're setting aside all the efforts we are to try to take care of other people. Cause that's what the show is about is how can we take risks to help others? Um, but we're setting aside this one episode every month just to say, okay, everybody step back for a second and look inward, do a little self-evaluation, make sure we're stepping up, like you said, for ourselves also. And you have to do that first, right? Because you have to do that first. Otherwise you're not going to be able to place to help others. Like so many of us who are participating in the program and listening to the program are really wanting to make an impact on people outside, but we have to show up for ourselves first, which again, I love the language. So I'm probably going to steal that from you now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Setting that foundation of what you said, that's got to be key of having that foundation within yourself, filling your well so you don't have the empty tank Mm -hmm. so that you then can go support, contribute and help other people. But you can't do that fully until your foundation is set and you're doing that for yourself. So. Yeah. Well, and what a momentous thing to go from a place of feeling low value to making a decision to, to find that value and to fill that well and do all those things. And so I just congratulate you on making those steps. And again, just I'm hopeful that people that are listening who may be going through the same thing, or maybe people who are listening who have someone in their lives that could use help going as they go through these things, hopefully the right people hear the, this episode and hear this, these tips from you and, and can make those decisions as well. Yeah. Okay. And I know you've done other things. And so you've got a lot going on right now. We don't need to spend maybe a ton of time talking about this because I know people are, they're waiting for some good uh, tips and things from you, but I know you do have a lot of other things going. And so I could start listing them, but I'm probably going to get them wrong. So tell us a couple <laughs> of things you've got going on right now, just so listeners know some of the things that you do. Yeah. So I have um, the Inner Enlightenment show. We host that on Monday at 12 o'clock PM Mountain Standard Time. And I host someone on my show that is sharing their story and a different struggle that they've been going through, but that they've also applied and used 
within their own life of how they can use that struggle to not make it their, that they're a victim, but how they can triumph in that space and still see the failures and successes in their journey. Um, so I have a lot of people that come on and share their different stories there. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Um, I do writing. And I also teach creative writing to kids, teens, and adults as well as write books. Yeah. And some of what you, you do, I, that, I feel like that crosses over, right? I mean, doesn't yes. the writing cross over into some of what you do just to kind of help people? Yes. Yeah. Because writing is, if you really think about it, we all have our own hero's journey. And so, yeah, definitely helping people doing a lot of writing, teaching people how to talk about their own stories in writing form really helps to go through that healing journey of also showing them, wow, look at how far I've come. Look at how much I'm doing. Look at like those pieces that I didn't think that I was doing much in. I'm actually moving myself forward. And they're able to see that as they're writing their own stories and talking about their own journey. So yeah, it's beautiful. Mm, very good. Very cool. All right. Well, if there's nothing else you want to share in this moment about yourself, let's go ahead and just jump to it. Uh, again, it's a retreat week episode. And so we want to give some people some good tips today. And Lori, what do you have for us that you think might be encouraging? Help us to get through this week, do again, maybe a self inventory. What, what do you have that might be helpful for, for us today? Perfect. Thanks, Mike. I love this technique. It's one of my favorites. Before I get started, usually in doing this exercise, I will light a candle just to kind of set the ambiance, get the room feeling calm. I will also turn on some lyrical music. It could be ocean waves, the sound of wind. I like to also listen to Celtic music because they have a lot of soothing Celtic music that you can listen to. Anything that's not with words so that you're not overthinking about what words are coming in. You want to just be able to feel with the music. Um, I usually sit in a room that is quiet. That's really important that it's quiet, that you're staying away from distraction. And the purpose for this exercise is specifically if you're feeling that there's a lot of noise and chaos going on within your life and you want that grounding. Okay. So get into that quiet space. I always bring a notebook when I am doing this as well, because oftentimes when you're doing meditation or any form of visualization, things will come to you and you'll want to write those down to kind of take a look at later as you're processing some of that stuff coming up. So, um, so the first, there's two things that I do. The first thing that I do is I think about in that moment, what would 80 year old Lari tell myself in that moment? right then. And I kind of process, for me, I visualize my grandma because she's such a dear role model to me. And so, but you can also visualize someone that you know, that's 80 or visualize yourself as being an 80 year old. Okay. And you ask yourself kind of questions of what would I tell myself in this moment? Where are there spaces in my life that I feel are a big deal, but aren't that big of a deal? Where am I not being present? within the moment. And you kind of ask some of those questions and then you take your notebook and you write your name. So dear Laurie, Mike, whoever is listening, your name, and you write a letter to yourself from your 80 year old self of what would your 80 year old self say to you in this moment? So that's the first thing that you can try. Okay. The second thing is going on the other skirts of asking 
your eight-year-old self. And there's a reason for both of visualizing your eight-year-old self and asking that eight-year-old within you, what's bothering you? What kind of things feel fun right now? What is going to excite you within your life? How can I support you right now? And then really listening to what comes up. And also you can write a note to yourself and have your eight-year-old self write what kind of support you need within your life right now and sign it as you. The reason why I love both the 80 and the eight-year-old self is usually with the 80-year-old self, you're going to get some of the wise words of trying to be present where you're not being present in your life and what things to be more grateful for, what things are making you feel chaotic within your life that is taking too much energy from you? Where are you not placing time in spaces that you want to place time in? The eight-year-old self will remind you to play, to be more creative, to laugh more, to be joyous. And when you look at both sides, they often show you where you're off balance of what you need more within your life. Do you need more laughter? Do you need more play? Are you needing more space to just be and be present and to really be grateful for what you have? And those types of things will start coming in as you're writing those letters. So they're really, really powerful and very cool what you've learned about yourself in those moments of letters. Yeah. And so while you're doing that, of course, that it it helps you accomplish all the things that you were just talking about. And then one of the things that you mentioned a while back uh, or just a, a minute ago was as people are writing, then they're able to look back at the previous writing and see kind of where they've come because it's easy to think, well, I've not made any progress. But then as you look back, you're like, wow, it's only been a month and I really have made some steps. And so there, I guess it is sort of multifaceted, sort of the benefits of doing something like you're talking about. Yes, I love that. It helps, definitely helps to process what you are doing and what you're constantly accomplishing and doing well, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you mentioned that this is good for, would you call this sort of like a grounding exercise? You said it's good mm-hmm. for grounding. That's so who, who would this be really great for then? Like who would you, I mean, anybody, I'd encourage anybody that's listening. If you're looking for something that could help you out, you give this a try. Uh, but you kind of said, I think maybe who this would really be geared for or, or, or the point in our life where this might be a really effective tool for us. Yes. I love that. Thank you for asking Mike. This would be a great tool for any time, but mostly if you feel that there's a lot of noise going on, if you have a lot of limiting beliefs coming in, imposter syndrome, you feel like you are torn in multiple areas and you don't know which direction to go. Normally, that's the point where you need to get that grounding of really tying in and listening to, okay, who am I? What do I need right now? How am I going to be able to contribute to other people? But it's first got to start with setting that foundation again and asking yourself those questions from your 80-year-old self and your 8-year-old self to kind of help balance out. Okay, I know you're feeling this. I know you're hearing all this noise. I know you think you need to do this, but this is really who you are. Mm -hmm. This is really the direction and path you need to go. And it kind of almost regroups you into, okay, the calm of, this is Mike. This is Laurie. This is where you're supposed to go. Now move forward. So brings you back to center, grounds you, you're ready to move on uh, outside of the quiet room uh, with the the Celtic (laughs) music. 
Very good. Well, I love the suggestion. It's so simple. Um, it's just a matter of doing it. And so I would just encourage anybody, if that if it sounds like if you need a quiet moment, if you need to put away the chaos for a second and find some grounding, why not try this out and see if these two simple steps could be helpful for you? Thank you so much, Lori, for the tips today. Excited to have you on today and to have you back as many times as you want to come back <laughs> to help us out. Again, uh, if you're listening to, to Lori, you can find her other places as well. She mentioned uh, the show that she's doing. And so kind of check her out and see some of the other things she, she's involved in. I think, Lori, I'm not sure if you're going to have anything ready for this this time, but I know that you're going to be working on some special projects for this group here in the future. Is that correct? <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm very excited and looking forward to that. Okay. And so in, in future episodes, we'll kind of talk about some special uh, little gifts present she's going to create for this group. But uh, in the meantime, try out these exercises. If you, if you try it out and it's helpful to you, let us know on the page, on the Facebook page, the Entrepreneur Risk Giver Facebook page. Uh, give Laurie a shout out for her help and let us know if it's effective. Thanks again, Laurie, for being on today. Thank you so much, Mike, for having me. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts and join the conversation on social media at Risky Givers. Also, check out our website, riskygivers.com. This has been the Entrepreneur Risk Givers Podcast with your host, Mike Wiest. Hope to see you next time.